What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my lovely voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, like myself, six years in therapy, y'all, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic traits. Today's episode is going to be about why are narcissists so sensitive? Bruh, woo! <laughs> Y'all know I'm about to go off of this episode, bruh. Before we hop into, uh, into today's sensitive topic, make sure you go on Amazon and check out the self-love journal, my self-love journal, Lee Hammock, I, am, I Love Me, a self-love journal. Um, also, subscribe to my newsletter. I have a kid's book coming out. If you want to be the first people to take a look at it, I'm going to put on my newsletter. Link is in the description of every single video and podcast that I do. We have a kid's book coming out. Y'all, me, and my, me and my wife co-authored a kid's book. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be good. Um, but yeah, it is good. It's done. But... Why are narcissists so sensitive, y'all? This is a sensitive topic because, like... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Narcissistic people, y'all, are extremely fragile people. Even the self-aware ones. I promise you, y'all, even the self-aware narcissists you see out there, a lot of us are still extremely sensitive. The narcissistic personality disorder doesn't go away. It just it just doesn't, y'all. When I say it, when I mean it doesn't go away, we're still narcissists. At the end of the day, even the self-aware narcissists are still narcissists. And anything that we feel like is criticism hurts us. So why are narcissists so sensitive? Because when we perceive something as an attack, when we perceive something as we've done something wrong, when we, when shame invades our inside, when shame invades us, it makes us feel like bad people. It makes us feel like street, like bad people. It just, it just does, y'all. When we are shamed, it makes us feel like bad people. That's why... Any, like, I tell this to people all the time. When you're dealing with a narcissist, there is no such thing, no such thing as constructive criticism. There is not. It's all criticism because a lot of narcissistic people have these super inflated, but simultaneously fragile as egos, y'all. You think narcissistic people are made of stone, but we're really made of plate glass, like the thinnest glass possible, like a little, a little pebble can, you know, a little pebble of criticism can crack the glass of this narcissistic person that you're dealing with. And that's just the way it is, y'all. It is, it's hard to work on that. But narcissistic people perceive every damn, y'all, it is wow. Everything is perceived as a personal attack. Even if you're trying to help me, I think you're attacking me because you don't think I'm good enough to do it by myself. I'm so sensitive because I don't want to be perceived as a bad person. Most narcissists don't want to be perceived as bad people. Some of them don't care. Some narcissists don't care. They play the role very well. Just like, I don't care at all. You can perceive me as a bad person. Supply is supply. Well, validation is validation. You Attention is attention. I don't care how I get it. I get it. You get some narcissistic people that are like that. But most narcissists, y'all, li- like literally, don't like, I'm just telling you, I care how I get, I care how I get my validation. I care. Because, could that be because I've been working on myself 
for six years. Well, I've actually been working myself for more than six years, y'all. I've been working myself for over almost 20 years. I've been working my mental health for almost 20 years. My personal development journey started almost 20 years ago. So that's that right there. So, so if you're dealing with a narcissistic person, y'all, you can't, yeah, y'all, it's hard to even try to help them and give them advice. Like, well, Lee, how do we give them advice without them feeling like we hurt their feelings or without them feeling so sensitive and on edge and ready to attack? Yo, you have to make it seem like it's their advice. You have to make it seem like they came up with the idea. You have to make it, you have to approach it with kid gloves on, with kid gloves on. Y'all. Like you, you have, imagine pro, pro, approaching your 38 year old, Six foot three, two hundred forty-five pound partner, and having to approach them silently and quietly to just so they wouldn't, if you wouldn't hurt their feelings by trying to assist them or trying to give them good advice. You see what I'm saying? How asinine is that? That sounds crazy, doesn't it? But a lot of people do that on a daily basis when you're dealing with a narcissistic person. It's just like you feel like you feel the need to do this type of stuff right here, y'all, and it, it, it can stifle you so much. It can literally stifle you. So I'm telling people all the time when you're dealing with a narcissist or a toxic person, y'all, you have to watch what you say. Because narcissistic people, and this is my perspective right here on this, y'all, narcissism, NPD, high narcissistic traits, whatever you want to say, are really defense mechanism. It really is. We are always on self-defense mode, ready to defend ourselves at a moment's notice, ready to, you know, ready to attack at a moment's notice, ready to do something, anything and everything at a moment's notice. That's how it's been, y'all. That's how our our mind goes. That's how the mind of a lot of narcissistic people work. Like, we, we are ready to attack, ready to do this, ready to do that. We're always on the defensive. That's why you see a narcissistic person, y'all. Like, they're ready to attack you. Always ready to attack. Always ready to go for it. Always ready to just jump on, just jump on your ass. Because you you gave them some good advice. Matt, y'all, it's hard to give them good advice without being, without us perceived. We don't want to be perceived as bad people. At the end of the day, I don't want you to look at me like a bad person. I just don't. I don't want to be perceived as a bad person. I don't want you to look at me as a bad person. I just look. I don't want you to look at me as a bad person. I just want to be viewed as a good person. Because when a narcissist feels like we are a bad person, it, it, it attacks the inner child. It really is the inner child, y'all. Coming home to roost. Trying to The inner child is trying to live through the adult version. So when we, like as a kid, you know, you got punished as a kid. You used to feel horrible about yourself. That version of the narcissist still exists. That version of the narcissist is the is probably the, one of the main versions that exists right now. It just is. It's just the way it goes. I know people are just like, well, like, how do we make them grow up? I wish they're, they're, I wish the narcissist inner child would just grow up. Yeah, yeah, me too. I wish my inner child would grow up. But it's always hyper-defensive. It's always hyper-protective of myself. Uh, the adult version of me isn't super hyper-protective. The adult version of me is trying to live my life because I know I have to get out here in the world to make ends meet, to do things like that. But the inner child version of me is out here trying to defend myself because I couldn't defend myself as a kid. I'm using my adult self as defense. You see what I'm saying? That happens a lot, y'all. It happens so much when you're dealing with narcissistic people. That's why I just try to tell so many people. I try to tell so many of y'all when you're dealing with the narcissist, you have to you have to approach them quietly, like quietly and softly as to not hurt their feelings. Yeah, it, it is wild. Narcissists are so sensitive because we just can't. Yeah, we can't. Everything is perceived as a personal attack and personal attacks make us feel like we're bad people. Personal attacks open up us, open us up to shame. This, y'all, y'all, y'all know what I call it. I call it the shame monster because shame is a monstrous entity that lives within narcissistic people, lives within our minds, lives within our bodies at all times. Shame is a monster. It just is. That's why I call it the shame monster. I myself have personified shame. Shame is a person to me. 
but to most narcissists, shame is this large, dark entity within ourselves that makes us feel horrible. The shame is what makes us feel like bad people, y'all. Narcissists want to avoid shame at all costs because shame makes us feel like bad people. So when we take something as a personal attack, you make us feel, you make it, you bring in the shame, you make us feel like bad people. And like I said, no narcissist wants to feel like a bad person. They want to, they just, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad person. I'm a bad person. We're telling this to ourselves. Like the shame is telling us, the shame inside a narcissist's mind is like a little voice inside our heads telling us that we are bad people, telling us that we're not good enough, telling us all kinds of negativity and, you know, shedding all kinds, you know, putting all types of negativity within our heads, within our minds and things like that. Shame is feed, you know, shame is feeding this, shame is feeding this to us. It just is. It's feeding us this stuff. Like it, you know, like a dead end type of stuff. Shame is feed, shame is making, shame is eating us up. It is, and when you feed, and like you feed shame, the narcissist, like you, you, you feed the shame of a narcissistic person, y'all. You do. I'm just telling you, they're like, no, Lee, we don't, we don't feed the shame. How, how am I feeding the shame? When a narcissist perceives you as doing as a personal attack, or you making the, it's not just always a personal attack, y'all. You make us feel like we're not good enough, which also is perceived as personal attack. So I take that back. You make us feel like, like we're not good enough. You try to help us, y'all. You, you are, and this is, I know this is very difficult come dealing with, as an empathetic person, which you might be a super, you might be an extremely empathetic person, kind, caring, compassionate person. It's hard for you to deal with somebody like this because they turn your empathy against you. You try to be nice to them, they attack you because they feel like your niceness is, you know, you're pitying us and your niceness is an attack on us. But Lee, how do we stop that? How do I stop that from happening? I don't want to feel like, I don't want to make them feel like I'm attacking them. Yo, there's not much you can do in that situation. Like, I'm just being realistic. There's not much you can do in that situation to make that narcissistic person feel like you're not personally attacking them. You, it just, they're just not, you know, so many people are just like, well, Lee, I don't, I, I want to help. I want to help them out. I, I, I just, how do we make it? How do we make it so we can help them in a nice way? And they don't feel like we're attacking them. Like we feel like we, I want to be, a, I want a partner. I want a partner. Yo, narcissist think that we want partners. A lot of us feel like we want partners, but we don't really want partners. We want people that we can tell what, what we want people that we can tell what to do. We want people that we feel like we can control. We want people that we feel like we can, you know, not necessarily take advantage of, but people that we feel like we that we are above. You know, we don't very rarely do you want a narcissist do you see a narcissistic person that is actively searching for a partner. Just like I want a partner out here. I want a partner in this. I want a I want a partner in crime. Very rarely do you see them actively searching for something like that, y'all. So you have to be very, very weary, you know. But like I said, you have to make it seem like it's coming from you. Ha you have to make it seem like it's their idea, which, is like I said, is, is a very, that can be a very stressful way to live, y'all. To make it seem like your good ideas makes it seem like seem like it's coming from them, just to not make them explode on you, get angry at you. Like you're walking on eggshells consistently, and all you want to do is help. All you want to do is be compassionate. And an narcissistic person is also walking on eggshells. We're walking on eggshells in our own mind. Like we put like, yeah, we, we are cracking the eggs and throwing them on the floor and then walking over. We're doing that barefoot, <laughs> you know, and these are not just regular eggs. These are those big ass ostrich eggs, you know, and the ostrich eggs have those damn, uh, damn near, uh, super sharp, uh, <laughs> have the super sharp, uh, eggs, like the super, super sharp, super, super sharp edges. You know what I mean? It's so that happens so much, y'all. So if you're dealing with a narcissistic person, y'all just be aware. You have a you have a sensitive narcissistic person with a fragile ego and they're always on edge, super defense mode, don't want to feel like bad people, don't want to feel like they need help. Just 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 try to be hyper independent, y'all. Just try to be super hyper independent, but also simultaneously needing people at the same time. Just to feel validated. This is weird. it is wild, y'all. But anyway, y'all. 
I don't ramble on long enough. Like and subscribe for more. Uh, as always, mental illness is out. Peace. Thank you so much for being here, y'all. Thank you for watching my video to the end. I'm super eternally grateful for every single one of you. If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the channel so we can help reach more people, help more people and things like that. Um, the self-love brand is available. I love me. The self-love journal is available as well. Links in the description of every video I do. If you haven't already as well, look into joining the channel memberships for behind the scenes perks, priority responses to comments and things like that, y'all. Thank you so much for being here. See you next time.